everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 3, or overall Episode 21, and no, this is not my second time doing this intro. You're right, it might be our third. But yes, hello, uh, I'm Jade, I'm an audiophile, and I'm also smart. <laughs> Hi Jade, uh, welcome to Audiophiles Anonymous. Uh, I'm Art, I'm the cute one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. Yeah, so as we said at the end of last episode, this is the start of our audiophile arc, which is basically just our little mini arc where we get to geek out about audio um, because we are nerds and we are audiophiles, uh, albeit in very different ways. This is probably going to be the most sort of technical of the three episodes, but we wanted it to sort of we wanted to sort of start with the technical stuff so that in future episodes when we're talking about stuff, you're not wondering what all of the terms we're throwing around mean. Um, so we'll get to that in a second, but obviously first we have to plug our social media. If you want to catch up with us outside the scope of this podcast, we are at Tech Thoughts Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we stream there live uh, at 8 p.m. ET uh, every Friday. Um, and we are also at our website, which is, Jade? Techthoughts.gay. Because yes, we seriously paid for that website. Why not? But yeah, so audio. I mean, everyone kind of listens to music. It's sort of one of those things where it's like, if you don't, you're considered weird. I've met maybe one person in my life who didn't, and he was weird. And also, if you haven't, we made you just 20 seconds ago, so ha. Huh? Oh yeah, that that's also fair. Um, <laughs> because audio isn't just music. But while everyone listens to music, or mostly everyone listens to music, we can consider that that that, uh, that a given fact. The sort of more interesting thing to talk about is the how. How do you listen to music? Maybe you do it through speakers or, you know, more likely headphones, especially if you're listening to a podcast. Um, do you use a music streaming service or do you prefer having your own music files? I prefer having my own music files. <coughs> well, uh, <laughs> we're not going to give you any flack on any of those choices, but maybe we'll clear up what an opus is, uh, not, a, not, the, not the magnum. Yeah. You know, I say not the Magnum, and I jumped to condoms. I got problems. Anyway. <laughs> that, this, is, this show is called Tech Thoughts for a reason. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, if you missed Jade's muttered, uh, slightly uh, passive-aggressive comment uh, in the middle of that, um, it's what's pretty clear from our Season 2 episode on Software as a Service, which is Episode 5, Season 2, if you want to go check it out. And honestly, even our Right to Repair episode, which is the one right after that, Season 2, Episode 6, is that we prefer to own things uh, and that it that applies to sort of everything whether that be a phone tractors or music and that's for a lot of good reasons but at the same time we have to acknowledge that music streaming has definitely started to take off more and more and more um for better or for worse for worse <clears throat> but wait, that's not for today so instead of talking about why it's so bad let's explain music streaming services because, you know, they're all about the same in a lot of regards. Um, they all offer just about any song you could possibly want to listen to at any point in time. So where are the differences? Cost, sure. But, you know, here at Tech Thoughts, at least I am a slut for high quality audio. I'll, I'll let you speak for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I I sort of go back and forth with the, the concept of high quality audio. Um, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast before, but I identify as hard of hearing uh, mostly because I am literally deaf in one ear, which makes experiences like music uh, kind of strange for me because a lot of it sort of relies on like spatial audio and I don't experience that just straight up. I, I, I don't. Um, but I still 
can tell when files have been compressed and weirdly enough might be even more sensitive to that because of the fact that I'm hard of hearing. So I, I prefer I prefer things to sound as good as they can. So if we're talking about music streaming and we need to explain uh, what the best option is, we have to focus on very simple things known as music codecs or, well, music file formats. And I promise this will be relevant. Mm-hmm. So uh, most formats you're likely familiar with are lossy codecs, meaning they uh, compress data in an irreversible manner, uh, partially through discarding some of the original data deemed unimportant. Kind of the same way when you compress an image, if you've ever done that before and you try to make it bigger, like it doesn't get bigger. There's a limited size. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just interpreting. And and codec just means coder, decoder, like co-deck. That's kind of the same thing as the word modem. Yeah. It's it's so weirdly unintuitive. It's funny that it comes up more than once. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Lossy formats include uh, MP3s, AAC, ODG Vorbis, and Opus. And you've definitely heard of MP3. Everyone's heard of MP3s. Yeah. You know, they're, they're files, they end in .mp3, and they're, they're supported on nearly every single thing that plays music. There's a reason that every, quote, knockoff music player back in the day was called an MP3 player. Yeah. The iPod is technically an MP3 player, but uh, whatever. Yeah, but it, it's, well, hey, I mean, I prefer calling everything an MP3 player in that generic way than what has happened, like, now, where everything gets, like, every knock, like, every knock, every pair of wireless earbuds, for example, that isn't AirPods gets called AirPods anyway. Or how your, how your elderly parents will call every console a Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it hurts. I love how you. I love how you hesitated, like you were about to defend. I don't know what you were about to defend there, but like my mother definitely calls every console a Nintendo. I don't know about you. My, mo- my mother. My mother will call food items by the brand name, and as as an aside, like if I'm trying to get like a, uh, if I want, if I want, if I want mayo, it's Hellman's. You know, that's hilarious. Like if I want ketchup, it's Heinz. Okay, I mean... Um, yes, yes, I know. I understand that's the right choice, but also... That's fascinating, and we don't have time to unpack all of that. But basically what we're trying to say is that because of the sort of prevalence of MP3s, you might have not heard of other file file formats. So let's just quickly take you through some of them. Yeah, so um, AAC is another one. Uh, it's known as the... Adva- well, okay, yeah. It's uh, the Advanced Audio Codec, and it's a different lossy codec that was originally designed to be the successor uh, of the MP3 format. Um, it's more efficient at similar bit rates, but has been designed to sound better than an MP3 at lower bit rates. And what's a bit rate? Right. Uh, so it's, it's exactly what it sounds right. It's it's the rate of data measured in bits um, transfer at any time. Mm-hmm. So common bit rates over most lossy codecs are 192 kilobits. Uh, sorry, kilobytes per second. Uh, 56 kilobytes per second. 320. Yeah. Lower bit rates get you smaller files, and the inverse is true. Like. Like higher bit rates get you bigger files. Do higher bit rates sound better? Yes. the The idea is that you can cram more information if you're throwing more data in at a time. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, because I mean, data is information. Sadly, these words just mean the same thing. But you've still probably never heard of AAC or seen anything ending in a dot AAC mm-hmm. because AAC is only the codec. They're actually usually stored in a dot M4A container format. So that would be like the like the, the file extension that you would see would be like .m4a. 
Yes, uh, the extension is the way to understand it with shorthand and to be intuitive about it. Um, but you can always rename files that are that will be something else. Like you can rename mm-hmm. your your beatsaber.exe to like potato.jpg. It's not like it's going to be a JPEG suddenly. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If you're wondering why MP3s are still like .mp3s, it's because they're a very strange edge case. Um, MP3s are actually like raw audio streams. There's no other data in one other than possibly the tags, um, like saying what artist made the song, etc. Um, that's except so that- weird. Yeah, you want to know what's weirder about that? Yeah. The fact that MP3s can have those tags is done through, like, I'm going to say the word hack for a second. Very hacky methods. Um, technically speaking, the MP3 spec doesn't include, a, like, a space for, for tagging. So how did, how did they do it? Music players are designed to ignore any data that's not music embedded in an MP3. So if you put tagging on it through what standards that have become common, like IDV3, a music player will ignore all that junk unless it's designed to look at tagging. So, like, it'll play normally most for the most part, and if it's designed to see what's going on in the metadata, it can grab the metadata. But if it's not, it can't. If it, yeah, if it's not, it's it's regarded as garbage data and just skipped. Interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Yeah, so file extensions are misleading. Another codec, one of the ones that we mentioned, is OGG Vorbis. It was developed because the people uh, behind MP3 at the time of development, the Fuck, if I'm going to say that right, Fraunhofer Society? Um, Fraun, Fraunhofer, Fraunhofer, one of the two. Fraunhofer, as an American would say, uh, announced plans uh, back in 1998 to charge licensing fees for MP3s. So as a result, we ended up with OGG Vorbis. It's free, open source, which is a thing we have talked about before, uh, and also patent free, uh, which means you can implement it as much mm-hmm. as you want, not have to not get charged for it. Cool. It should also be of note that MP3's uh, patents have expired since 2017. However, some companies still claim to own parts of how it works. Um, so you, yeah, right. I, the face you're putting on is pretty accurate. It's weird. Patents it's like like maybe are... you don't maybe sorry. No, I was just gonna say because like like obviously this is not within the within the within the within the scope of this show, but like patents are such a bizarre thing. Um, I think John Oliver uh, from last week tonight has a really good bit on them actually uh, for anyone who might want to who might who might want to look into that since I, I don't think we'll ever be able to talk about it um he's a really he's a, I think he's a really good bit explaining why like the concept of patents is just so stupid but yeah that's fair there's also a different youtuber named legal eagle that I like watching um, oh legal eagles great yeah yeah uh, he has an episode specifically on reacting to uh, lawsuits about cell phone patents and i think it's pretty interesting so feel free to check that out too but anyway aacs are also still patented you need a license to manufacture or develop codecs but you can like there's a you can still use it otherwise mm-hmm. ogg vorbis uses a dot ogg container um and similar to aac it's a more efficient codec than mp3 at lower bit rates mm-hmm. uh, mp3 is just like the lowest common denominator it's like this is what we compare it to we don't talk about it then we put it away well it's sort of funny that it's like the most it's the most widely known and and not the most widely used probably but definitely the most widely known um and and wait really it's still the most widely used probably oh interesting I, i i would sort of assume that like i feel like m4as have definitely become more standard i'm sure other things have become standard but for people who I don't know, I just feel like MP3s are annoyingly common. Well, yeah, no. In that case, it's just it's funny to me that they're still so common when there are all of these other things that are more efficient than them, basically. But yeah, yeah. 
And one more thing to round off our lossy codex, which is the one I prefer. Um, we have Opus. Uh, it's another free and open source codec by the same people that brought you OGG Vorbis, um, which is the zip.org foundation. Um, we'll link them uh, in our not description. Mm-hmm. I love zip.org. They, their whole thing is making free open source codecs uh, across the audio video industry. So yes, um, we've told you all about lossy codex. So now we have to move into lossless codex. Lossless codex, unlike lossy, preserve the entire original bitstream. A lossless file can be restored to what is an indistinguishable bit-by-bit copy of the original source. Mm-hmm. As a result of being lossless, they are significantly larger files than the aforementioned options. It's not that they don't they cannot be compressed, it's that the ways they are compressed are closer to, say, a zip, where it's all reversible. Mm-hmm. Bitrate is also significantly higher, naturally, because it has to be. Yeah, I mean, if the bitrate is higher, the file size is higher, so it makes sense. Yes. Um, one of the most well-known uh, lossless audio codecs is FLAC, the free lossless audio codec. Also developed by our boys at the ZIF.org Foundation. FLAC <laughs> <laughs> has royalty-free licensing um, and is incredibly well-documented. So you can implement it yourself if you really wanted. So FLAC can compress down uh, 50 to 70% of the original file size. Um, a CD, as an example, usually stores audio as raw 40 megabyte files. A different lossless format is ALAC, um, the Apple lossless audio codec. It was proprietary, but now it's not. Why? Mm-hmm. Maybe it Apple. Also... Go on. <laughs> well, I was going to say it was proprietary, but not. But it it was proprietary, but now it's not. But it's still what you have to use if you're using Apple products. Uh, Apple Apple products literally. Unless you're using like some sort of third party thing to get it to work, um, natively they will not support flat files. That's fair. I don't. As an aside, I don't use. When you use Macs, did you use like the default music player? I I use when I use Macs, I use iTunes. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Or like the thing is like the thing is like the thing is like I don't. It's been a very 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 long time since I've had. Like since I've had music downloaded, basically, it's like it's like it's like when I use Max, I either used iTunes or I listened to music on YouTube. To be perfectly honest, okay, that's fair. I also used to listen to music on YouTube, and then I stopped. Um, I, it, I it's 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 very much a, and I'm sure we can we'll get into this more. Um, but it's like I I think one of it it sort of factors into one of the biggest reasons music streaming has taken over, which is um, a word that I say a lot on this podcast, which is convenience. But we can return to that. Um, uh, we can return to that later. Yeah, fair enough. To note quickly, we have not told you about every single audio format out there. It would take forever. Some of them include like lossless ape and dot wav wave files, um, which are uncompressed audio. But you know, we can go into that in more detail if you want. But right now, we're moving on. Yeah, uh, we um, we've been considering doing a sort of like. I don't know where they would fit in among the like greater scope of like the podcast since we give since we release episodes every week, but we've con- we we but we've considered doing um, mini sods sort of to talk about certain things that we think are important to talk about, but that we don't think would take up the length of a full episode, or we think would be like longer than we want like our technical sections of episodes to go, um, mm-hmm. uh, but would still be short when separated. Uh, so. Maybe we'll talk about this in a minisode. I don't know. Uh, it's just something to look out for if you are interested in it. Yeah. So yes, now that we've established the main trademark 
a kind of audio f- format so we can do a proper comparison of the popular streaming services out there today in terms of audio quality. Um, we know people do not hear the same, so we're just going to rate this based on their audio, uh, their offered audio formats alone or how they would hypothetically sound. Or if mm-hmm. people have done comparisons themselves between them and we've found a good source, we'll do that. So here we go. For Spotify's free tier, they offer up to 128 kilobyte per second AACs. Premium, that goes up to OGG Vorbis at 320 kilobytes per second, um, and also AAC up to 256. However, Spotify does this thing where they normalize the loudness of their files, meaning there may be more crunching and compression than you're expecting, despite what files they're offering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, YouTube Music, uh, rip to Google Play Music, um, offers uh, 256, I'm going to mess it up to kilobytes per second, right? Yeah. Kilobytes per second AAC files at best, which places it sort of evenly against Spotify and potentially higher, but at a couple of reviewers and at, le- at least one reviewer uh, has claimed that files sounded more compressed than expected, which I can corroborate actually from my personal uh, experience using YouTube music. It's just, it, they, they, it doesn't, like like the technical numbers are there, but I, I, I can just corroborate that I, I feel like it definitely doesn't sound as good as you might imagine. Yeah. Um. I'm also frustrated because uh, Google Play Music used to offer 320 kilobytes per second audio files. And now they, they don't exist anymore, but YouTube doesn't. That's They're the that's same company. I don't know. What what are they trying no, to yeah, say? No, that's yeah, that's a, that's a shame. I don't, I don't know what... I don't... That, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, blah. Um, Deezer, a much smaller operation, offers up to flat files. Uh, they're only on their highest paid tier, which is 15 a month for the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Deezer Premium which is like their weird middle tier, offers up to 320 kilobyte per second MP3s. That's such a, I feel like that's such a weird combination, like going all the way up to 320, but then still having them be MP3s. Like that's just, that's just such a bizarre combination. It, of it's a things. thing I would say makes sense in like 2010. We're yeah. so far ahead. Um, their free tier only offers 128 kilobyte per second file, MP3s. Uh, which yeah. do not sound particularly great. Well, they got to incentivize people to upgrade to like that middle tier somehow. So, I guess it's it's they're not all, it's, they're just not offering much compared to their competition. It's sort of it's sort of interesting because basically the way the way the way it works is and we'll we'll we uh, the way it works is uh, we because we have a couple more streaming services to talk about, but the way it works is that it feels like very few streaming services offer lossless audio at all. Mm-hmm. Um. So the fact that Deezer is one of the few that does like that, that's kind of their, that's, that's, that's kind of where they, where they've got it. Although it is worth noting that not everything that is available on Deezer is available as lossless. So it's not like, it's, it's still not the same sort of freedom you would have on like another streaming service where you can go and you can listen to anything where you can go and you can listen to literally anything um but they at least if if the losses option matters to you like they have that yeah and they're also a nice new small company so maybe support them yeah as the exact opposite of them amazon music unlimited which is a thing in case you didn't know yes unlimited is a really funny word for it (laughs) they're free tier Offers up to 256 kilobytes per second AAC, which is why it's a little it's a little embarrassing to be Deezer, because they also have Amazon Music HD, which is $15 a month as well, and offers Flack. Yeah, so that's sort of a, in terms of direct comparison, same price point, better free tier. 
uh but it's amazon so so don't support them yeah um whoops politics they got strong how's that politics we have an entire episode I, th- I think i think i think i think we have an entire episode that i had to record with my echo muted because it was just a shitting on jeff bezos that's fair there's also a different service known as title and i believe they have some connection to deezer but don't quote me on that um they only have paid plans ten dollars a month 9.99 gets you 320 kilobyte per second mp3s again yep sounds like deezer um, their $20 tier gets you lossless audio and also, quote, master quality authenticated music, which is strange. From what I can see, they're just higher bitrate uh, lossless files that are before they're mixed for, say, CD release and such. Um, Interesting. It's, it's that before step that they're pulled and put onto the service. The intention is that you're getting exactly quote what the artist expected and not what the the master was like the, the masterer that's not right the person who's mastering was was trying to uh create mm-hmm. but i don't know if it's better i just needed to say it exists <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah and then apple music a thing that jade totally didn't forget to write up until i brought it up Thank um you. <laughs> you're welcome uh is apparently uh which doesn't surprise me at all, uh, trickier. So iCloud libraries use 256 kilobytes per second AAC. Um, so it's possible that the service does the same. However, the website What Hi-Fi claims that the stream song sounds slightly better than, than Spotify Premium's 320 kilobytes per second OGG Vorbis offerings. So we don't actually know what they're using. They don't say on their website. It sounds good. That's about as as much as we can say. Like most things with Apple, it just works, I guess. I guess. It just works, asterisk. <laughs> um, so yeah, based on all of that information, sort of like the TLDR of all that, is that if you're strapped for cash, your best free option is probably Spotify or Amazon Music Unlimited. Um, Spotify, with, with a very big caveat that's like free Spotify on mobile is like a mess. Um, but if you're using their web, if you're using their web browser, you're, you're at least good there. Um, and if you're particularly wealthy or invested in like the artist, which I sort of think is the way that like title brands itself, at least, um, check out Deezer and Tidal, um, or stay the hell away from all of them. Because as we sort of attested to or implied earlier in the episode, um, we personally are obviously not fans of streaming anything, but also streaming services and especially Spotify have revealed a lot of what's wrong with the music industry these days and how streaming services have affected artists, um, regardless of size, actually, like both big and indie artists, um, is something that we are going to talk about in the next episode. So yes, that's it for our time today, and I hope you've enjoyed this introduction to the audiophile arc. Uh, this is literally part one of three, so we're not done at all. Yeah, definitely not. I'm very excited for next episode because it's an episode that I I very much pushed to have it be its own episode because I have a lot of opinions about Spotify, especially because I think it's sort of expected. I feel like even today, even now with like the multitude of streaming services, Spotify is still very much the default. Um which I consider to be a very big problem. And I think that a lot of people who are using Spotify don't actually know about the problems um, associated with it. So yeah, um, we're really looking forward to talking about that. 
in the meantime, like I always say at the beginning and end of every episode, uh, you can find us at our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast if you want to see our live shows, which are at 8 p.m. ET on Fridays. Or you can check out our website to see the links to all of the stuff that we talked about in this episode if you want to look into it more and maybe you've realized that you're using the wrong streaming service and you would like to switch over entirely. Um, that is that is that is your prerogative. We provide the information. We cannot actually control what you do with it. Um, but our website is, Jay? Um, Techthoughts.gay because I'm very gay when I look at you. <laughs> um so yeah check out the information in our not description as jay likes to call it and we will see you guys next week bye oh, bye <laughs>